Welcome to Haunters Podcast, a show dedicated to Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and all things macabre. Now here are your hosts, Mr. Wonderful and Zach Hilton. Welcome everybody to another episode of your favorite podcast. This is Haunters Podcast. Mr. Wonderful, my life mate, but you know, not like that, but it's cool if it was. Zach Hilton, what's going on? Do, 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 do. Sorry, I got to answer my Skype call. What the? Oh, <laughs> is this because of what happened in the special? <laughs> oh, man, nothing like seeing a little behind the scenes action. Yeah. You can get anything when you listen to Iconic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you haven't listened to uh, what Zach is talking about, we dropped, I believe it was Friday or Saturday, we dropped a, a special. The Haunters Presents Iconic, which is us reviewing kind of old school iconic horror films and iconic creatures. And we started with the original Friday the 13th, but we do this show over Skype. And I forgot to edit out the fact that the call (laughs) dropped mid-episode and called Zach back. So, yeah, you you can get a really fun review and a really great in-depth review of the 1980 Friday the 13th and get our take on it. And you can also hear a Skype call in the middle of it. So. Yeah. That's it. We'll do it live. Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, sometimes to be fair. All right. To defend myself here as uh welcome yeah. to Haunters podcast. Again, you can follow us on, uh, well, you could stream us as you are on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Yeah, I said it. I don't care. Come oh! at me. Um, oh! Come at me. Somebody else Somebody else in the building said it the other day, and I was like, if you could say it, you're my boss. I'm going to say it. Uh, so, yeah, you can follow oh, us there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm throwing down the gauntlet. But, uh, yeah, no. And uh, you can follow us as well on Facebook. Hey, what's up, 40 new followers? That's right. We have Woo! a lot of followers. Uh, Haunters Podcast there and on Twitter at Haunters Pod. But to defend myself, because I had to get that out of the way fast. We recorded that episode, man, like a month ago. And I think oh, yeah. I think we recorded that on a day where we recorded like three other like we did an interview a I show think we did and that our, yeah, I think we did our <laughs> so, show and interview that uh, iconic episode and that was just all day. Yeah, so to be fair, I was at a point of this episode I'm putting on the back burner. I'll get to it later. I just yeah. forgot to do an edit. <laughs> But I will say this, that show intro for it is pretty killer. Oh, my God. You make up everything you've ever done in life because of the intro of that show. Oh, it is a, it is, it is a good show. It is, it is right there on our Podbean. You can go check it out uh, on all the streaming devices that I mentioned earlier, uh, as well as all previous shows. And, uh, you know, leave us reviews as well as we get on the iTunes yeah. Should we bring this up right now, Zach? Because Why we, not? I mean, like, it came as a shock to both of us. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, we, we, we don't, like, we check the numbers, we look at everything, and we know how many of y'all are listening, and we love you for that. But sometimes, you know, I blame it on my uh, extracurricular habits that I sometimes overlook things. And I did not notice that on iTunes on Friday, Patrick Cox, you are my favorite person at least, Love this show. Zach Hilton and Mr. Wonderful make a killer combo. This show is a fun, hilarious, and super informative. Definitely the best HHN show I've found. Patrick, I love you. 
Dang it, Patrick! You just want me to give you hugs. Oh my God, dude! Like I'm giving you, we're giving you the shout out, man. We love that. Thank you. And that's not the only one we got. And uh, this is why you should leave them because we will give you a shout out and we will gush over you and we will blow you kisses through this podcast. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think you were going to finish that. Of course I was. <laughs> uh, but, oh man! But, but Jason, uh, Jason Brand, I believe is. Uh, Bran or Braun? Uh, Braun! Braun! Uh, he says, any fan of Halloween Horror Nights or horror movies in general need to give these guys a listen. Great pod and a lot of fun. I'm happy we give you great pod. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, thank you for those. I love y'all to death. Oh, look, there's one more. Five stars. It says, love horror and HHN. These guys are really great. Ready for Halloween Horror Nights and horror movies. Yeah, that's from Zach Hilton. <laughs> And to be, wait a minute, hold on a second. That's from Zach Hilton in February of 2019. <laughs> this show's been on iTunes since like November, dude, of 2018. Yeah. Why did it take yeah, you well, so long? I, I, I wasn't committed. <laughs> you didn't think the show was going to last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave it like two months after our HHN 2018. And I was like, that's all this show's doing. Oh, between between us not being able to hook up and you going through your former lover, I didn't oh know if the show was going to last. Oh my god, that's that's hysterical and very very true behind the scenes information right there. Uh, no, <laughs> I kid, I kid, but no, seriously, uh, feel free to leave comments, leave reviews, uh, and you know that you can talk to us as well on Twitter at Haunters Pod because that's really what a lot of this episode is going to be dedicated to. Uh, there wasn't a lot of really breaking breaking news, I guess on the HHN front or even in the speculation front, Zach, right? Not really. And uh, that's what I kind of wanted to go into before we talk about the questions. Yeah. Because, you know, I like to do a little preparation. And like even last week, I was like, man, I'm dying for some kind of announcement, even though we've just got an announcement, not what, a week ago? Yeah. You know, yeah. so I can't. We're greedy, though. I can't. Yeah, we are super greedy. But I was looking on. Um, Halloween Horror Nights Twitter and like they've been active but like they've been inactive in a way of like commenting on people so like the last time they truly did anything on Twitter was April 29th so it's it's kind of going lackluster on that behalf on uh, Twitter for HHN Orlando but then I hopped over to Hollywood and I was reading their tweets and they were like again kind of being like we're not going to announce anything uh anytime soon because from what i saw they retweeted the john murdy tweet where and he's like the head over in hollywood but even and this was four days ago their tweet it goes okay so i'm going to have to entertain you till the next maze announcement parentheses it's going to be a while so and then uh they you know retweeted this picture so they're saying it's going to be a while for a maze slash house announcement. When do you think we get that announcement? Because I have a suspicion, two suspicions right now. Okay. One, the next house announcement won't be till June. And that house announcement, and again, this is just speculation, 100% speculation. I think that's Ghostbusters. I think next month is the 35th anniversary. The movie came out June 8th, 1984. 
and I I feel like that's what they're laying the groundwork for is for that house. But I and this is part two for my uh, whole theory. I'm not quite sure if they're just trying to you know dodge everybody about the house announcement and then announcing either a show or the scare zones in coming weeks. I mean, like I know June 8th is two, three weeks away, but that is still a little distance from, you know, getting all 10 houses announced. Yeah. It's, it's weird that they're saying that it's going to take a little while, but I'm with you on that theory of if they're going to wait a little while, it's going to be another big house announcement. And then they're going to trickle out, you know, here's the originals. Yeah, here's the originals houses, and here's some of these scare zones that we're going to be doing based on certain movies and, you know, certain things we've come up with and stuff like that. Like, because right. it's getting too late into the season. If you're going to wait a couple weeks and, and you're going to wait until June potentially, because, you know, two weeks is Memorial Day, I don't think you're going yeah. to want to drop anything leading up to Memorial Day weekend because people aren't really. You know, we're on social media, we're aware of this stuff, but the general public that you're trying to grab isn't going to be aware that you announced something cool and big. Uh, and then you're right, June 8th actually is a Saturday, so that means June 7th is a Friday. If you wanted to drop something, you either drop it at the beginning of the week on June 3rd or the end of the week on that Friday and kind of get everybody hyped, and it's like, oh yeah, by the way, Ghostbusters. So I like your theory on Ghostbusters, but... I could see them as well just dropping a house, like, completely throwing us for a loop, trying to throw us for a loop. Like, oh, you all want something? It's not coming for a while. And then we're all like, oh, okay. And then, like, middle of next week, next next Wednesday, we'll be here and be like, holy crap, did you see what they just announced? What right. are your thoughts right. on this? Like, so, yeah. I, you know, just trying to get us off their tail because we've, we've been pretty – I feel like this year a lot of us have been – uh, us, us real big kind of freaks that want to know everything have been kind of on their on their trail a lot and they're trying to get us off their scent yeah I mean you you bring up a good point there where you know maybe they feel everybody's on their game so they have to throw everybody for a loop and do what they want I'm not I'm not nailed down to the fact of okay so the next thing's got to be an IP and the next thing's got to be an original, but then you got to give me a show. I'm not, I'm not confirmed with that. I just feel that with the way things have been flowing, it would be kind of rad if the Ghostbusters house is true, do it on the anniversary. I yeah. mean, honestly, if you want my true opinion, I, I don't want the next uh, house announcement. I want scare zones. I'm ready for scare zones. I think scare zones uh, is just as big and somewhat. I mean, I was reading something the other day. It may have been on HHN's Reddit or something like that. But like, the reason why scare zones don't get leaked like the houses do, because the house, um, everybody who works on houses, it's a bigger, it's a bigger like community of workers, not just like people designing it, but building it and stuff. So stuff can kind of leak that way where the scare zones, apparently those are very tight crews, very small. And, you know, that's how, that's how those don't get leaked out because they're, you know, who's going to leak it, the five people working on it. Yeah. <laughs> not that it's really that many, but I do wonder if that's why we never hear about like leak scare zone ideas. Yeah, that's that's a great 
point, and I'd love for to read that article as well. Um, it, you know, it's it makes sense because at a house, a lot of these houses are, you know, some of them are in their warehouses. So, you know, that's a lot right. of hands that you got to get in there. That's a lot of people that you got to get working on that. And those set designs, man, I mean, it, we've t- we talk about that a lot with HHN, kind of the design and, and how very well crafted everything is inside those houses that I could see that those are really big and somebody's just like, oh, you won't believe I'm working on, you know, I'm working on the firehouse for Ghostbusters. And it's like, what? Ghostbusters? And that just right. kind of gets out where, you know, a scare zone. Plus, I feel like with a scare zone, too, if unless it's like a killer clowns from outer space thing, for the most part, they could be like somebody could be like, oh, it's going to be mummies. And they're like, crap, that leaked. Switch it to vampires. Like you can make that quick adjustment right. with those as opposed to as opposed to a house where it's like, ah, crap, they know we're doing Ghostbusters back to the drawing board. Right, right. Absolutely. I mean, we're we're so close to this event that they have to keep everything to their chest and some things do get out. It's unfortunate. But at the same time, I wouldn't have a show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So as point. much as I understand you don't want stuff to get out, I'm kind of begging. Uh, no, I, dude, come on. Of course I want stuff to leak out there. I'm just being logical here. And, you know, like, I, I feel like they're holding it close to the chest because yes, they just, obviously they want us to be surprised when that, when the announcement comes, but yeah. obviously yeah, I yeah, want, yeah. obviously, obviously I want them to give me my entire majority of the universe is. Oh Yeah. Yeah, but if I had it my way, of course I'd eat my entire cake in one sitting, so tell me everything right 100%. now. 100%. Yeah, come on. 100%. Think I wanted to wait 11 years uh, for Endgame? Nope. I wanted it right after <laughs> Iron Man. Come on. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Uh, um, so do you want to go to a break real quick, and then we'll come back to these Twitter questions? Yeah, sounds like a plan. Let's do that. Hey, this is Josh. And I'm Rob. And we are from the Diznoids Podcast. Join us each week as we try to keep our random ramblings in check. That's right. Dive into our cauldron with the sweetness of recipes from theme parks to movies to music to comics to any and everything we can talk about. Our jibber-jabber knows no boundaries, but our expertise in these fields will be sure to make your ear holes smile. That's right. Follow us each week with our episodic adventures with a side of sarcasm to lead us through the magical forest of pop culture. You can find us where all podcasts are found, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, and even on Facebook. Just search The Disnoids. That's right, my wonderful, wonderful friends. As always, stay metal. Uh, welcome back to Hunter's Podcast. Uh, let's dive into it, all right? So uh, we we mentioned it earlier, a lot of the show dedicated to the Twitter page because on Twitter we did a little Q&A. Zach, at Haunters Pod, you tweeted out, Hey, man. Uh, well, you didn't say it exactly that way. I'm just kind of paraphrasing. I don't think I said it like that. No, you didn't. I'm just kind of paraphrasing. And why do I have such a high voice? I'm just saying, man. You were, you were just like, hey, man. <laughs> Any of you guys got some questions? <laughs> Anything you want, anything you want answered by, by yeah. Haunter's podcast? Again, right. I'm just paraphrasing Any, the way you kind of tweeted want it. Us to talk about two schlubs. <laughs> <laughs> want to try and become famous? This isn't the way, but right. we'll answer your no, questions. No, God no. Yeah, uh, no. You 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 basically put out the the feeler and said, "Do you guys have any questions out there? Anything that you maybe been thinking about, speculating on? We've been speculating. Have you guys been thinking?" So uh and we got we got a lot of reaction over there at Haunter's Pod, did we? 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we have uh, quite a few questions, uh, a couple from uh, a number of followers. So let's start with this. It is Craig Wilcox at C Wilcox123. He says, what about Slaughter Cinema being a scare zone this year? What are your thoughts on that, Wendy? Oh, you know that was one of my favorite houses last year. Actually, was my favorite house last year. Uh, I would love to see that. I think there's some things you can pull from that and throw out there. Uh, and you don't even need to make it what last year's was. You can create more, uh, more like you can create sequels to some of those movies. You can create different movies because that was kind of why I loved it. And what I talked about when we first started this podcast was I love I love kind of grindhouse style stuff. So if you're going to give me that in a scare zone, cool. Because actually, uh, crap, wasn't one part of that house actually a scare zone a couple years? Or no, it was, yeah, wasn't one part of that a scare zone a couple years prior as well? And then they turned it into, threw it into Slaughter Cinema? I don't recall. I don't I thought, recall. Uh, I might be thinking something. I might be thinking something else. I might be confusing a scare zone that got turned into a house that was not trick or treat. I know that was, but. Uh, I, right. I might be thinking one of their other originals, but no, I, I'm down for that. I'm so in for that. Yeah, I'm. I'll put it this way: I'm not a hundred percent sold on it being a scare zone, and I'll tell you why in a couple of questions. But if I was to have it as a scare zone, I don't know how without actually you know, writing it down and physically trying to give the look. What I would want it to be is like last action hero with that golden yep. ticket that let, you know, characters come out into the the road. Yeah. Like that's how I would want it is yeah. like some kind of mythical creature or demon or something unleashes those creatures on the road. That's yeah. that's the only way I would really want it, but Oh, we'll, we'll get to why I say that. I, after. I can see the scare zone in my head, though, exactly where they did killer clowns out, and you set up a giant, a giant projector and a and a yeah. screen, and they come jumping out of the screen, and oh my god, yeah. they're in the roads, and you got to run, and you got to survive. It's pretty cool. Oh my god, I see it in my head, and I want it. You just made me want it more, but okay, I guess we'll discuss it a little bit later down the road. Well, it would be kind of cool, though, if it's like, you know, pop empty popcorn buckets yeah. everywhere and like, so you know, be, maybe you can, you can maybe put skeletons. little portions like they kill little portions of each scene. Yeah. You got, you I mean, got, I'm in. Don't oh, get twisted. I'm all in. I see it. I see. I see the back alley lot. Like I see it. I see the Hollywood lot. I see it right there in Orlando. I know you do. Oh, and I want I it. I know you do. I want it. I want it. <laughs> Okay, so uh, <laughs> next question, same guy. Okay. Following Trick or Treat and Killer Clowns, which movies would make great scare zones this year? Following those, So since so... Trick or Treat and Killer Clowns were scare zones uh, the past couple of years, what do you think would be the scare zone this year? What What's the movie standout scare zone? The movie standout scare zone. Does it have, like? Are we talking just kind of B movies? The way that those two were kind of cult and following kind of films that they weren't really. I mean, that's up to you. I mean, like, it, yeah, mm. that's in that vein. Um, I guess you could go that route with it. Okay. If I was the because I think. have one in my head. Okay. I can't believe I'm gonna freaking say it. All right. Well, why don't you go and <sighs> that'll give me a second to kind of think and maybe piggyback off of yours. 
Okay, so the one I'm thinking, and it's not even like in the same vein of like very niche, very like a specific, you know, following for this movie, but it is a wider movie. It is something that's been talked about. And I know it's not going to be a maze this year, but what if there's like dipping the toes in the pool and seeing what if a scare zone is Hellraiser? I I feel like that's a hard one to do as a scare zone. This is why I'll defend it's not. Okay. If you put it in a section where, do you remember uh, by Fast and the Furious where they had like the aliens and such? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. Okay. Now, what if that area you see like this, um, you know, fake body tied up in chains like on this look i'm already not feeling good talking about i it. know because this is for, for for all of you listening this it. is actually like the this is the scariest yeah. thing of my life and zach I don't doesn't like this it. one okay so what if there's a body tied in chains or whatever and then uh like near a wall and okay. then on the other side by a lamppost there's another body in like wires going through his face and something like that. And then in the midst of this are pinhead and the Cenobites just walking amongst the people, because mm. that's what I've been saying about um, scare zones is the fact that the way the scare zones work, in my opinion, are the fact that you have different characters. They can't be like Michael Myers because that's 50 Michael Myers walking around. But the difference here is pinhead being the, like the Supreme one, just looking around. And then you have all the other Cenobites walking around. And then like one of them having like a demon dog and like walking around. Like it is, I'm okay. okay. What do you think? (laughs) I I, I think you actually, you not uncomfortable. I, I know, I know, I know that this is one for you. This is like how the exorcist is for me. I'm mean, I, I, not good. It doesn't make me feel happy. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I know horror movies aren't supposed to, but I, I don't even get the joy out of it the way that I do with others. Uh, no, mm-hmm. I like that. I, I, I literally, I think you kind of turned me around on it because I was thinking it would be too hard to do, but you bring up some good points with kind of, it, it would remind me of the, iconic year the year that they had all the icons walking around right and you had like freddie like there Freddy walking yeah around, jason and jason and all around. of them that's so. what brought me up that's why even that's the same section okay that's the yeah exact that's that same area. spot okay uh yeah i like that um and while you were pitching that one i actually came up with one that i think would make a really good one uh kind of timely as well piggybacking off of you know you saw it as a cameo in jordan peele's us uh chud Okay. Yeah, I feel like that would be a really easy one to do. That would be a cool one to do. People are familiar with it. Because I was trying to think like one of those like kind of those cult following style movies. You know, Hellraiser has a following and unfortunately has some really bad sequels to it. But has a lot of films to it while Chud was, you know, product of its times. But really a, a good movie, a scary movie. And listen, you know, cannibals and homeless people. Come on. You walk it. You walk. Yeah. You walk through cannibals, man. You're being chased by cannibals, all right? You know. You get what I'm saying here. You know. You got the cannibals coming up through the sewers, all right? You're the homeless. Get it? You enter there. You become the homeless. It doesn't matter that you paid how much money to get in the HHN. Yep. They want to eat you. That's what they're gonna do. So they chase you. 
Uh, and you know, and then you get a get Daniel, yeah, and then you get a little Daniel Stern showing up at some point. Uh, and you know, it's just like, holy crap, he's here at HHN. What? Oh, <laughs> he had nothing else better than do. Yeah, no, I can do <laughs> that though. I Celtics, can that. Celtics Pride Two got canceled. Whoa! I brought up a true horror movie. Yes, yes, you did. Dan Aykroyd, least finest. Uh, Damon <laughs> Wayans, uh, what happened, man? <laughs> Lethal weapon. That's what happened. Oh, you know what? Um, oh, you. Uh, I love you. Mm, that I love hurts. You. All that right. Hurts. So, last question from Craig Wilcox <laughs> okay. is: Would the Into the Dark series on Hulu work as a house or scare zone? I'll let you answer that one because I've only watched I have not seen all of them so I've only seen a couple and the ones that I've seen I I, I wouldn't want it okay either. I I don't know if it does work as a house or it definitely doesn't work as a scare zone I'll, I'll put that out there but if you were to do a house it would have to be like a mashup house and I know we keep harping on it because it's one of our favorite ones but it would have to be done in the same vein of like um uh, cinema mm -hmm. in the way each room is each movie and because I you can't you can't really since the series is still going it's like a whole year thing like I wouldn't even see this thing till probably Halloween Horror Nights 30 if they were to do it if they did it like cinema I'm in because each like the elevator movie I just need to be in the elevator I think that's a pretty rad idea the one where James Roday directed about the witches like being in the bedroom and the witches coming around cool love it but I don't know if the Into the Dark series could sustain like how um America, American Horror Story or Walking Dead. Yeah. Because at least when you walk through a house, you're walking through a season. Well, that, you know yeah, I mean? that was the thing because that was why, why I really enjoyed the Walking Dead house because, you know, I walked in there and I was like, oh my God, I know what this is. And then you kept right. going and I'm like, I'm on the same path that Rick Grimes was on. Oh, Carl. Right. Oh, crap. That's not Carl. That's a zombie. Like, you know, that was mm -hmm. fun. The American Horror Story ones, you know, that you saw me go all like really geeked out. I was like, oh my God, that's that's where they ripped off Adam Levine's arm. That's Adam Levine's arm ripped off. Like, oh, I'm in the season. And then, you know, knowing that where the scares were going to come as well was pretty cool stuff because it was like, oh crap, coven, coven, coven. So yeah, I it that's I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I feel like that's why the Into the Dark series won't work because they're all kind of standalone movies. And I hate to say this, but some of them really aren't totally scary they're more kind of commentary about society yeah, psychological today. you know yeah like like you mentioned the the coven and the witches one it was you know that was more of a like oh what the fork type of moment as opposed to a right. holy crap i need the lights on you know I, this is really truly terrifying imagery right and even like the last one that came out all that we destroy like it's really good i've watched it twice that's oh, wow. how much i enjoyed this movie but like it doesn't necessarily stand out as a horror movie it's definitely more of a thriller um but i don't necessarily want it as a house because i don't think there's too many scary moments though if it's a room sure uh, a jump scare could come out uh, using some of the scenery from the movie. I don't think it's a bad idea. That's not what I'm saying. I just think if for it to work, I think it needs to be individual rooms for each individual movie. So 12 different rooms? 
Yeah, why not? I mean, like Slaughter Cinema was like eight movies. Yeah, I guess, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you, if you do it that style, it it to me, it would sustain a lot more than just doing. Okay, we're doing two movies. We're going to do the elevator one, and we're going to do all that we destroy. And you have to pick out the most. The gore, gory scenes and scary scenes, and I'm just like, that's not enough. It's yeah. not enough per thing. Yeah, I I just don't know if it's a series that would hold an audience walking through it for twelve different rooms. Because again, no Maybe. no no offense to some of them, but like, come on, that first one that they did wasn't really the the body guard whatever that hell that one was that was kind of a oh okay. i didn't i didn't like that one that's yeah a, that, there's two i don't like and that was definitely one. that's what i'm saying so like if that's the first one you walk into it's immediately going to be a oh okay that was the first one in the series then you hit the second one the second one was a little like oh, all right you kind of figured yeah. it out and but then it would be kind it's... of fun going through i'm just effing with you like that one could be well, that could be like a, a happy death day though Huh? That, that, I feel like that one would. I, granted, I didn't see that one, but I feel like that one would be kind of similar to like a Happy Death Day, with with it being more of a fun style house, where the scares right, are more a saying. fun scare as opposed to like a oh crap, look it's Michael, or oh crap, Freddy, Freddy's head's in Jason's hand, like oh no. Yeah. I don't but know. I think I not... think I think though, if you're going to do it, and I again. I'm okay with the idea. I think it would be a neat, different take. Actually, and I don't think they would do it, even though it's a Blumhouse production. I still, now that Hulu's owned by all of Disney, I doubt Disney's going to give them that property. But if they picked four, if they picked four of the good movies, and I think you could, technically, but I don't see it happening, honestly. Yeah, I don't don't Um, see it happening either. It it feels legit logistically really hard to do and right i i don't know i i don't know if there's an audience or i know that they're doing good on hulu i, don't I know that there's, there's an audience got anything but to do with audience though I, I think i'm just saying because if that's the way then none of the original houses would have people no no i'm i'm just saying like i don't think that there's an excitement level to that and there in a way for them to hype it. I don't think there's a way for them to be like, oh my God, here come the horrors of Into the Darkness. Ah. And you're like, oh my God, I really want to walk through that and those 12 different rooms. Like, I, I can't, as great as a team that they are there, I can't, I cannot see hype coming from that property. Well, I don't necessarily think it's a hype thing. I, I think now we're like, doing semantics here where it's like I feel if you announce if we're going to go through the entire publication of this house if they made a house I don't see it getting its own individual video and being hyped as one of the big three but I definitely see them being like oh here are the scare zones this is the show by the way one more house and it's into the dark series by the way I'll be walking through stranger things a third time Thank you. Right. But and that's cool. And that's your, you know, that's your dig baby. But I just feel, I don't doubt what they could do because the, I haven't been through a house last year that was disappointing and walking through Halloween four, which I think is arguably the most like wah, wah house to the public because nobody watched Halloween four in the last 20 years. And uh... there's people that walked out being like, that was good. Uh, excuse me. Halloween 4 is on AMC. 
during their AMC Fear Fest every single year. So, yeah, there are a lot of eyes on Halloween 4 because if you've never seen Fear Fest, I don't know how you miss it because they literally show the same horror movies over and over again on loop for like an entire week. So if you missed, <laughs> if you missed Halloween 4... Because they paid so little. <laughs> if you missed Halloween 4 on Monday at 5 o'clock, you're going to see Halloween 4 on Tuesday at 1 o'clock. And then you're going to see it... To, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but the, here's the thing. You'll see it at 1 a.m. and then you'll see it again at like 12 p.m. So you'll see it at high noon again because they got tired of running uh, Curse of Michael. You know, uh, like... Oh, God, like, it is, no, I, I, dude, Halloween 4, like, I saw it on basic cable before I went down last year, like, that movie is so many eyes on it. what I'm saying is, is that it isn't one of the hyped ones. Michael Myers, the character, is the hype thing about that. The movie itself is not, hell, if you're going to go down that road, then why was the picture of Michael on the shirts in the promotion not the Michael that's in part four, baby? Because they knew, because nobody was going to tell them. Because they know. Exactly. But that's my point, is that it wasn't one of the like, ooh, got to go through this house. Look, we're digressing. I'm moving on. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Craig. For your sweet question. Moving on, my boy, Bernard Brown, coming in with what do you think about all the original houses slash mazes being sequel houses slash mazes this year. And what original house slash maze do you think deserves a sequel? So what do you think if all the original houses, so if we were to go mm. this year, it's Seeds of Extinction 2, it's uh, Slaughter Cinema 2, this time it's personal. <laughs> uh, the, the, the Wizard of Oz one, it just got Ozier. Oh, you know, like the prequel one, all those, the one with yeah, James exactly. Franco, the Wizard of Oz one with James Franco. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I would love to go to an Oz house, or you know what? Just give me Wicked the house, seriously. It's a house. <laughs> the minute you walk in, you just hear the music going. It's like, oh no, I want out. <laughs> nope, there's only one way out. You gotta go deeper uh, in. I gotta oh, leave. God. <laughs> I gotta go get my seat at the Academy of Villains. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm, a sequel house. Uh, okay, that's a that's a great question, actually. Uh, an original sequel. Yeah, house. I mean, I don't. I mean, honestly, and this is what I was waiting for earlier about the scare zone of Slaughter Cinema. I want Slaughter Cinema too. You do. See, I feel I, like that's a hard one to do a sequel to because what made that so cool what? was kind of Well, okay, I, let me rephrase that. Not hard to do, but the thi- but it, almost like a true Hollywood person right now I'm speaking like you struck gold with it the first time. There's no need to try and strike gold the second time because all it's going to be is replaying the greatest hits and I don't care for that. I want something different. I want something original and I feel like, you know, what you're just going to make all the same movies a sequel some of those movies were like sequels no, to movies that didn't exist that's so. the point like see what I want is more grindhouse movies that's ah. not the only ideas I want the bike riding zombie from outer space I want the vampire that kissed me one night I want like <laughs> all these creepy different ones I don't my want boyfriend's a vampire to, like, the ones huh my boyfriend's a vampire Exactly. Like, I don't want sequels to the houses we've already been through. Okay. I want new concepts of different crazy characters. Okay. I got you. I kind of, okay. So that, I kind of said that with the scare zone as well, actually. And that's a good point where I was like, the cool thing about the scare zone is you could make a new movie with it and have that in there. So, okay. 
I see where you're going with that. Uh, that's not a bad choice. And, you know, considering that was my favorite house last year, I don't know if I'd want a sequel to that one, though, still. That's cool. That's, I, it. I don't that, know. that's you, and, baby. And, and thinking about it, I guess, I think I would want a Dead Exposure sequel. Okay. I loved that Dead Exposure house, Patient Zero. I, yeah. I think that would be a cool one for a sequel. I, I get where you're coming from Pretty again. Sure with that was a sequel. It was, <laughs> but I want the third one. Okay. I want the cool. trilogy, baby. I want I want them to continue that. I want them to keep digging that story, man. They got story there. They got yeah. thing that they're doing there. So keep digging at it. I, I think that would be a fun one. But I get where you're coming from on Slaughter Cinema. But I just, I I, I really I feel like I'm talking like th- like that typical kind of snobbish reviewer that's like well why do we need a sequel to that one it was so perfect where and then I'm over here like yo keep digging at that exposure bro make a third one Let, let's turn this right. into the, let's turn this into the Tremors franchise just keep going let's go let's go well, I do- blown prequel here like this goes back to the old old west baby well I don't think that Bernard is off about these houses getting sequels because no. they've been heck we're getting a sequel house this year we're yeah. getting Nightingales which is a sequel so they, they've I been prone to do this would do huh very prone to do this very prone to do this yes but what they're but what they do more so is give it a couple of years like it's been eight to nine years since Nightingales last time yeah so I feel if we get more sequel houses, it's going to be from former houses from like five plus years. I don't see them going back to back. Hell, I don't see them doing Slaughter Cinema 2 so close. I do see them doing Slaughter Cinema 2 five years from now, but that's another case. That's another day. I don't see them making an entire franchise of this year being all sequel houses. I don't see that. But if I was to choose mine, it's Slaughter, and yours is Dead Exposure. Yes. Cool. Two good, right, so two, two, two great picks, by the way. Not trying to yes, sound, I'm 100%. not, I feel like I was, I feel like 100%. I was coming across really like aggressively like, no. Oh yeah, you like, were being <laughs> mighty dickish. <laughs> how dare you pick I, a I, good house? I know, yeah. I know. God, how dare you do that, Zach? How dare you try to play off my emotions of my favorite house last year and pitch it as a sequel to me? Dick. How dare you? God, you're oh, almost, you're almost God. like, you're almost like Instagram ruining my day when I see Seth Rollins kicking, kissing Becky Lynch. Like, God. <laughs> The man ah. and the man together. No. <laughs> my, my nerd mind can't handle. Two man and mans together, baby. I just love watching man and man kiss. Mm. That's right. Who's the man? <laughs> Becky Lynch the man. <laughs> All right. So Bernard Brown at HHNFan22, he asks, what kind of house slash maze would you like to hear next? Like an original or IP? And big props, by the way, for him going back and forth between house and maze. Yeah. Because there is no there is no right or wrong, baby. Yeah. Um, I really, I really don't have a preference. I don't yeah. I don't have a preference if it's original or IP, solely because they gave us Universal Monsters and they gave us Stranger Things. So really, you would think that the next one's going to be original. But like I just said earlier, June 8th is, you know, the 35th anniversary of Ghostbusters. I'd be okay if it's Ghostbusters. 
Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I honestly, I wouldn't even care if the next announcement was a, a show or was say them going yeah. like just tweeting out like, "Hey, the Academy of Villains are returning." And you know, because uh, to me, it's just it, when they announce anything, it's a cool moment. It's a great moment because it's just kind of a reminder HHN is coming, that they they're keeping us informed on things, and it's just it's like when the WWE Hall of Fame rolls out its 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 character of people that are going in. You know, it's like, oh, cool. The New Age Outlaws are going in with DX this year. All right. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, well, you know, whatever. Who's the next one? Oh, cool. The next one rolled out. We're putting Ric Flair in there for the 70th time. Awesome. He's got more WWE Hall of Fame inductee ceremonies uh, than he does championship belts. Great. Uh, you know, like, it's mm-hmm. just kind of, it's cool. It's just a cool moment where it's like, there's just an excitement to hearing the name and knowing what's happening that I, I kind of, give me an original, give me a show give me you know pizza fries i don't care uh it's it's yeah. it's i will be you announce it i want it yep i will i will eat it up and i will come on this show and either be a little dickish like i was a little while ago to, towards zach or uh you know totally happy like i was when i picked that exposure such a dick yep big old dick <laughs> Just like the man. (laughs) So, our final question comes from our friends, Misfits Unmanaged. You can follow them at Misfits Unmanaged. And make sure you go back probably, what, six weeks ago? Yeah. And listen to the episode. We titled it their name. So, go back listen to it if you haven't. You can't miss it. it. Yeah, you can't miss it. Um, This is a really good one. This is a good question. If HHN were to do a separately ticketed interactive house with grabbing, touching, separating your you from your group, etc. What kind of theme would you like to see? Oh. And would you do it? Okay. That is an awesome idea for a house. And I have a theme idea in my head and this is going to be... It's funny because what I'm going to pitch, I personally don't think I'd want to do... Okay. But that's because it scares the crap out of me because you know okay. I'm a re- I'm a, I'm a religious person. So anytime you start yeah, yeah. messing with like demons and devil stuff and and things like that, I I kind of start to get a little that's why the exorcist bothers me so much because I think it's pure evil on film uh as a good old Roman Catholic myself. Uh but <laughs> I would want it to be a house where you end up you're being separated because you're being chased by Satan worshipers. And okay. you're basically walking through a ritual house and you're caught up um, in their ritual and you have to deal with the prospect of coming across evil spirits like demons, the satanic worshipers, eventually coming across Satan himself uh, and, and just really dealing with the occult and diving into that. Uh, I know, you know, it, it could really go really dark and be a really dark house and you could have the chanting and and just the symbols and stuff like that. And the reason I wouldn't do that is because anytime I feel like you even mess with that slightly, even in a haunted attraction like that, there's a chance you could actually accidentally conjure something up. So I don't want to put myself in that position. Uh, I Uh know that that's a funny thing to admit on a show like this, where it's like, we go to haunted attractions (laughs) and we love it. And like, one thing I want to do for the show as well is like, go to actual haunted places, like really haunted locations and do a show or something about that. But yeah, if, if you told me that that was a pay for a separate thing where we're going to put you in a house that 
is essentially a satanic worship happening and you're going to come across demons satanic worshipers uh rituals the devil i would go oh that's awesome yeah i pass Right, because right. <laughs> I don't want to get separated. I, I would not want to get separated from you. You guys are innovative. By the way, I'm not going yeah. this year. <laughs> yeah. By the way, not doing that one. All of my, all of my group of friends, you guys have fun being separated by Satan worshippers, because you know, I've seen I've seen other horror horror movies as well, where you know maybe some maybe some actual murderer ends up in that Satan house. You know, some real Satan worshipper ends up in there. <laughs> don't no. want to be the one that gets separated from the group and really gets my guts stabbed out. Just saying. I like okay. I like my Fair insides enough. being inside me. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm into that. Don't need my heart um, to I do resurrect like Satan. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. I uh, I like your idea. Um, and like my personal feeling on these kind of things because I just watched two movies. I've reviewed um, Epic Home Haunts. I, I did that on the previous episode, and you can listen to that review. But there's another one on uh, Netflix, ironically called Hunters. And it really does. There's one house they specifically dive into, which is a very like gruesome. We're here to murder you. Basically. It doesn't look exciting. It doesn't look like something I would want to do. It doesn't even look scary. It's basically just torture porn, real life. Um, that being said, if universal was to release a house, that's, Yes, it's separately ticketed, like uh, Misfits say, where you can, um, and I think it's Jeremiah who's uh, asking these questions. Um, I don't know if anybody else is getting that Twitter stuff, but I think it's Jeremiah. (laughs) (laughs) But but I just, I, I feel like if Universal does this separate ticket thing and there is touching, and by touching, I mean like, they can actually touch you to scare you and they can hold you and take you to another room and let go of you. If it's things like that, I'm into it. I'm not into the whole, like, we're basically waterboarding you. We're going to put a tarantula on you. We're going to do that. If it's that kind of extreme house, I'm out. I'm not even coming up with an idea because guess what? I don't want it in my life. Yep. But if we're going the route of, like I just said, where there is touching, there is kind of like Frightmare. Like when we Mm, go through Frightmare, I feel like that's very pushing the boundaries of what they could do. So if it's something like that, the house I think you should do is an HHN icon house where the house is completely filled with everybody. The caretaker, Jack, uh, Chance, all of them in there and you're basically going through a nightmare scenario. So it begins like even do a fake facade of like you walking through uh, the the archway of Universal but it's done in a very nightmare way like it, you feel like you're in Nightmare on Elm Street where nothing is right and you could tell but it it's what you're used to. You, you get what I'm saying? I get exactly what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, so basically you walk through that and then like you're walking through a very fake universal, but it's a nightmare version of it. Uh, And all the HHN icons are trying to get you till you get out. All right. I I like that. Paying to play a game with chance. I like that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And uh, honestly, if it goes beyond any of those requirements, I said 
I don't want no part of it. Yeah. <laughs> like how you threw some you're like, I'm into this, but here are my requirements. Yeah. Well, like, hey, hey, if it, if it's your house in the same kind of thing where they can touch you, grab you, and stuff, I'll go through it. I ain't scared of it. Okay. The oh. power of Christ compels me. Oh. But <laughs> I'm I'm okay with that kind of stuff. I just don't want to go through, like I said, if you go on Netflix and you watch this movie Haunters, they do, it's really funny because like they talk about, you know, home haunts and stuff like that, but they talk about it for a good 10 minutes and then the rest of the movie is this glorified madman. And it's really like, eh, eh. I'm not even going to review the movie because it makes me... Touchy Feely House, and that's what it's called, Touchy Feely House. <laughs> Unfortunately, you kind of faded out there for a second. No, why did I fade? I don't know. I, I don't came know. Up with the title of the episode, I don't know. All we got was Touchy Feely House. <laughs> that's what it's called. That's all we got. We don't know how we got no. to Touchy Feely House. <laughs> how did we Never get to Touchy? Don't worry about it. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's a mystery that'll never be solved. Touchy feely house. How did we get there? By the way, that's what it's called. It's no longer called HHN God Nightmare. It's called HHN Touchy Feely House. What happened? I want to know what happened. Oh my goodness. That's a great way to end the Q and A. I kid what you not. End. Good job. What a way to end the Q and A. Uh, and what a way to end the episode. But before we end the episode. Uh, I wanted to ask you, Midsummer, I believe, is kind of how it's being called, even though it's spelled very um, old. Summer. Mid- yeah, Midsummer. Uh, but it's the new movie from Ari Aster, who did Hereditary, which was my favorite movie last year. Uh, I know you were big on it last year, Zach, but did you see this trailer? That dropped yesterday. Oh my you, god! Uh, you uh, sent me a text being like it dropped, and I, I was interested because of the teaser. I thought the teaser came off a little creepy, um, and then watching this one, you get a little bit more of what it's about. It's about a group of friends going on this trip to Sweden, I believe. Yes. Um, and uh, just like this crazy-looking cult, like everybody looks happy and stuff, and it looks very old-timey, and then they just keep giving you weird glances where like, I can't even describe what I'm being shown. All I know is it's very unsettling. Yes. Um, well, first of all, I want to give a big shout out as well. Cause I don't know if you, you realized who the lead was, who the girl Danny is in the movie. The yeah. Lead- yeah. Yeah. It's the girl who played Paige. Yep. Florence Pugh, uh, is the lead in this movie, which she's a great actress. Uh, I saw her yeah, in a couple of things her. prior to, um, prior to being Paige in the fighting with my family where she crushed that. So I'm excited to see her take on a horror role, but yeah, dude, that trailer, I got legitimately scared and actual like goosebumps and chills watching that trailer. Cause I don't know what the hell we're in for and having seen hereditary and knowing the way that he's able to utilize the camera and kind of throw things at you. That's what the trailer felt like. It felt like I saw a lot of stuff that was really violent imagery without being overly violent, which terrifies me for what the hell the movie is going to actually be. Yeah, and what really is rad, if you think about it, it's so unsettling. And I think one of the most unsettling parts is that it's daytime. 
Like yeah. I know in in the trailer they say, hey, it's nine o'clock at night. How it's daytime. I think that's actually what's going to play a big role in the whole creepiness vibe is because most of these horror movies are at night. I mean, yeah. anything with Friday the 13th, nighttime is when all the bad stuff happens. So the fact that you're going to see some probably violent, disturbing imagery during the day is going to be a little off-putting. Yeah, it uh, it screws with the senses because it's not what you're accustomed yeah. to. It's not what you're accustomed to it in, in any movie, let alone a horror movie. So 100%. yeah, it's, uh, I'm with you on that. That that was throwing me for the loop as well. And actually, I, I'm happy you brought up that line because I loved that line where they were like, no, it's not, it's 9 p.m. Time just works differently here. It's always sunny here. And I was like, what the, what, how, why? Now I'm curious. Yeah. But I'm weirdly like don't want to know because it's probably some like super creepy ritual thing that is going to lead to a lot of death and images that are going to make me not sleep because Hereditary made me not sleep for a good two days. Really, what, screw, really screwed me up. <laughs> what I feel like Hereditary did with like paranormal demon movies, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Exorcist style, like how it really helped with that genre and like that subgenre. I feel like this movie is going to do with like The Wicker Man, and yes. I don't mean like Nicolas Cage's that we can all make oh, fun of, but the like bees, not the bees, the bees yes. The Beast, but like I'm talking like the original one, like that creeped out a lot of people yeah. back in the 70s. So I feel like that's exactly what this is going to do. This is going to be kind of a throwback to that kind of feeling done with this director who so far knocked it out of the park with Hereditary. So come on in with this one. I'm willing to go. Yeah, I'm willing to go. And uh, it's funny because I do want to point out some somebody out there I'm guarantee you that there's at least one of you out there right now that's probably like wait didn't you say you hate the exorcist and kind of demons and stuff like that but hereditary was your favorite film of 2018 I loved hereditary more so for the fact that yeah it deals with that demon type of stuff but the mental health issues all the other aspects of that movie is what I loved about that movie that I'm able to look past it where a film like the exorcist is just evil it's just evil. It's it's just a poor young girl gets possessed and you deal with that fight where Hereditary was such a slow burn and so much happening that I can handle a film like that better than I can uh, a film that's like, hey, here's possessed little girl and uh, her soul's being taken by the devil and uh, oh yeah, here's all this other really scary crap that could happen to you because it does. Because it's real. <laughs> it's based on, Okay. It's real. Welcome. All right. I just, sorry. Just, Welcome. Welcome to Hunter's yeah. special propaganda. <laughs> the power of Christ This is where we take you. each iconic film that deals with the demon and we make it propaganda. Uh, <laughs> next week, we will be telling you all about how Passion of the Christ is the best movie ever made and how you should watch it every single day. Uh, Mel Gibson forever. <laughs> oh my god, we're going to lose so many uh, listeners. I, I hope you realize this is all a joke. You today, we're getting one stars next week, yep. baby. <laughs> yeah, thank you for the five stars, uh, Patrick Cox and Jason. We know that that's nice going to immediately you. go to a one. Uh, <laughs> and then Zach Hilton got still at five. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. In about six more months, he'll comment again as a one. 
Oh, That's right, baby. yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of the, the trailer for Midsummer? Talk to us on Twitter. But yeah, seriously, that'll do it. I hope you realize that was all a joke there at the end. Uh, but seriously, it's real. So stay scary, <laughs> my friends. <laughs> You can't say stay scary, but don't be scared. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Haunter's Podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend, and you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and other streaming services just by searching Haunter's Podcast. You can tweet us at Haunter's POD, or you can find us on Facebook by searching Haunter's Podcast. Until next time, don't open that door or check under your bed. Make sure your doors are locked and the lights are on. You never know when the next scare will come for you. 